only yeah like toilet paper is our go-to i love getting my hair cut especially when there's a scalp massage involved but uh she would say your body is a temple and you need to take care of it we have a lot of a lot of flexibility yeah where he just ate garbage how long was that a year do this i can't do this without cassie and the kids enabling me to do this i find myself encouraging myself so i'm like no you can do this don't give up (laughs) we got lots to say (laughs) i love my husband so much and my son i've definitely had multiple drinks on multiple episodes loosen up it's a podcast we're here to have fun so enjoy yourself one <laughs> we're in we're, we're live i took the you're... uh sorry the... i you're what? you're solving a rubik's what? cube and you said it's math based well sorry that's um a little disingenuous to say i'm solving it Oh, okay. I'm trying, trying to. to. Yes, okay. But yeah, there's just like, you, you, they, someone somewhere figured out how to solve all of the problems you could face and boiled that down to, I don't know, like eight or nine sequences that answer mm, all the problems. Okay. So there's an order to solve the Rubik's Cube puzzle, and there's an order for each of the ways you have to move corner pieces to the right spot or solve the Mm. bottom top or middle layer anyway and it's sometimes you have to go backwards to go forwards right that's yes that's correct they uh yeah they say like you know just repeat this sequence until this happens and then you can move on to this sequence kind of thing Mm, because sometimes it's just a bunch of repetitive stuff to move the squares around properly nice but i mean this nine by nine is or three by three is hard enough but there's ones that are like yeah i just confused three for nine so you can tell (laughs) we're doing really well so that i don't do this kind of stuff very often so yeah that's all right yeah that's okay um are you enjoying a cold beverage i'm enjoying a cold beverage jealous yeah, I haven't been drinking a whole, whole lot, but tonight I felt like my stomach was a little off, so I thought a little carbonation would okay. help. It's a little like, hops. It's a little get at, things moving. Yeah, a little, little, pssst, little ginger ale for adults, you know? Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, GA. <laughs> a little Schweppes. <laughs> Sweet. Um, so, uh, for, first things first. Um. I'm the realist. I uh, <laughs> uh, we got an we got an instant message. Somebody slid into our DMs. Was this on Instagram? On the Instagrams. I didn't see. On it. the gram. So thank you. Yes. Are you? Do we? Are we able to say who it was, or is this person preferring to remain? Oh. We can probably say who it was. I think it'll make it seem like it's a little less, uh, uh, like wide spread people messaging us from all over the world. Here's Cassie. <laughs> I just saw it. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. What a loser. More Harry Jeez. Potter. 
I I like the emphasis that was placed on um, the topic. And I also appreciate very much um, the recognition that, you know, we aren't a Harry Potter podcast, but more Harry Potter content would be beneficial. Yeah, we can definitely make it uh, a thing. So, yeah, I don't know if we should make it like a segment where... Or like we're just we gonna talk like, about it each time, or just every now and again we'll just like surprise people with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's okay. Th- so if, listen up, folks. You're hearing it here first. There will be surprise Harry Potter segments. Oh, thank in the God! I got really afraid that you were expecting me to have some new insight into Harry Potter ready to talk. <laughs> I was like, shit! <laughs> I did not do my research. Um, I was yeah, no. I was gonna say okay. the there's a lot uh, going around right now about Harry Potter plot holes. Okay. And uh, that's all I got. So it's definitely something that we can explore further to look into. It's kind of okay. like in the Big Bang Theory where they said that. Oops, I put it in my notes. Indiana Jones played zero part in Raiders of the Lost Ark. He didn't impact the storyline at all. His character had nothing to do with the outcome of the movie. Hmm. But yeah, there's stuff like that in Harry Potter. Right. Which is what we talked about last time. That was the Triwizard Cup and all that kind of stuff. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so, uh, do you have. Do, do, what are your topics to bring forward this week, if any? Uh, I was just ready to discuss the ones you suggested. Oh, did I suggest them? Yeah. When did I do this? Before we go on to that, did you have anything Harry Potter related to, to talk about? or? No, unfortunately. No. Yeah. Let's see. So one thing that I had um, on my, I don't want to say on my list, um, but I know that we had discussed this in the group chat. Uh, seagulls lived in, well into their 30s, apparently. <laughs> And I only know this because I saw a meme that was like, apparently seagulls live into their 30s. I wonder if they remember the 90s, too. Man. Made me laugh. Yeah, that's a long time for a bird. Yeah, like what's average bird life expectancy? I have no idea. It probably varies a lot. Yeah. How long? Okay. Probably based on like a hummingbird is probably way less than like like a California condor, you know? Or like oh the internet okay okay whether you want to ace this question at your next bird theme trivia challenge or just impress someone spontaneously here's the answer birds can live between four and a hundred years depending on species that's and now so that's abcbirds.org that I'm sounds just, legit uh, it's a dot org yeah. yeah that's global uh, so like African greys seem to be the longest That's the lifespan, parrot. and then macaws, cockatoos, yeah. Yeah. cockatiels, budgies, canaries. Yeah, so canaries is like. Could you please 10 name the top one hundred? Uh, like. Yeah, the just, African greys live go, over 60 yeah, years. Yeah, if that's number, like if that's first one, let's just go down until we get to a hundred birds. Oh, sorry. This is like a a picto. Pictograph pictograph is yeah. that what they call it it's right. like a it's, there's this chart 
like a growth chart, if you will, and then there's different birds oh, along the thing. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't get a list. That was I'm sure they have them. really poorly delivered sarcasm because you named five birds in a row. So yeah. I was like, oh, she's just going to read the whole fucking list. <laughs> oh, yeah. I apologize. No, yeah, no, no, I was doing it in reverse chronological. Um, yeah, so macaws is like 50 to 60. Cockatoos is 40 to 50. Uh, cockatiels and budgies are pretty much on par. They're between 15 and 30, it looks like. And then canaries, it's like max 10. And that's mostly because kids can't take care of them. Well, I would think budgies. Eight, when was that data taken? Because canaries could have been, like, if that data was collected in, like, you know, the 50s and 60s when mining was really uh, <laughs> prime for industry. Right. Wouldn't be fair um, to canaries. Updated. Another bad joke. Oh, 107.20. So, not that long. Oh, look. I have a proper list. Wow. Okay. It's not in chronological order. See, this kind of stuff bugs me. Okay. <laughs> Pionist parrots, 25 years. Senegal parrots, up to 50. In the wild, only 25. So they must have v real predators out there. Uh, pigeons, 15. Yeah. In the wild, only 5. Uh, I'm guessing the wild means like New York City. <laughs> Um, no, because Pigeon Lady 30. feeds them in, the, in New York right. City. In uh, Home Alone. Mm -hmm. Home Alone 2? Yeah. Nice. Uh, side note on Home Alone. Apparently they're doing like a, a re... What do they call it? Like a, a reimagination? A reboot? A reboot? Yeah, and I heard something about Macaulay Culkin playing the parent or something anyways i'll look that up after uh macaws 30 to 50 or more lovebirds 10 to 15 lorikeets 10 to 30 that's pretty wide range yeah like like 10 or up to 30 like okay cool finches five to nine but can be longer if housed in an aviary doves 20 years or more in the wild one and a half years <laughs> okay so they clearly like being captive um cockatoos 20 to 60 again wide range cockatiels 10 to 15 okay it's a five-year sort of approximation that's fair canaries 10 but budgerickers, parakeets, budgies. Oh, but budgies. That's that's um, what budgies is for the long version. Okay. It's like <laughs> it's the like the animal version. version of Worcestershire sauce. Oh, okay. Sweet. Uh, five to eighteen, Amazon parrots twenty-five to seventy-five, and then the African gray parrots forty to sixty or more. Man. Why would you say that? Forty to sixty or more. They might as well just say, we don't really know. Okay. Anyway, so why was I talking about this? Seagulls. Oh, yeah. They live up to 30 yeah. years. This They're is not the even stuff the list. people want to hear about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Seagulls. Absolutely. So, like... What? 
Do they remember the 90s, you think? No. Or do you think their memory is not very good? I think they don't have memory. Oh. Fascinating. Like, not the way we understand memory. Okay. Like, where you can... They can't, like, resource memories from... Yeah, like, I think their memory... And this is totally unfounded. I have no idea. But, like... (laughs) This is opinion, not fact. I am not a a seagullologist. But... (laughs) The my expectation is is whatever an event has yielded mm-hmm. in terms of lessons to be applied to make them live longer, that's what okay. they'll remember. But they won't necessarily remember the thing. Unless the thing is that shape, that sound, that thing means danger, go away. Okay. Or that thing, that smell, that sound means food, go to. That kind of stuff. Like um a truly animal yeah like very basic very primal just yeah. like instinct yeah. uh memory yeah and that's, okay. i'm making this assumption because their brains are super duper tiny no i mean that's fair <sighs> that's fair you know i think that settles it they don't remember the 90s folks um okay so Home Sweet Home Alone is an upcoming American Christmas comedy film. This is Wikipedia, so we don't know how accurate this information is. I'm willing to Directed bet it's 100% accurate. With the script by Mikey Day, Streeter Sadell. It is the sixth installment in the Home Alone franchise. The project is produced by 20th Century Studios. La 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 la. I don't like that. I don't like them saying sixth installment yeah it just seems like they're I'll, validating um the other stupid ones a lot of bad ones yeah 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 the cast oh, it's expected is friggin- to be released exclusively on disney plus on november 12th 2021 that's like next month the uh yeah the cast is phenomenal ellie kemper's in it timothy yeah. simons uh he plays Jonah Ryan and Veep, which I friggin' love. Yeah. Uh, Keenan Thompson. Pete Holmes. He looks familiar, but I can't tell what he's from. Huh. Andrew Daly. Everyone will recognize him as soon as they see him. Chris Parnell. He's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Devin Rattray is reprising his role as Buzz. <laughs> love it. There's a, a warden, so that sounds awesome. Someone's going to jail interesting oh so this is cool there's a guy playing a character named snakes uh, and in home alone one that's said something about snakes i don't know no snakes <laughs> like it's a little uh a little okay nod. so macaulay Culkin. It, it doesn't say devin Ma- ratry will make cameo appearances reprising their respective roles as kevin and but i see okay 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 kevin's not listed here as a and I'm on IMDb, but yeah. Oh, okay. That might be... I don't know what's more accurate. Cause I mean, the internet movie probably. database is probably pretty accurate. But I wouldn't imagine uh, they would do this without having him. Because that's been around... That's been floating around the internet for a long time now. Home Alone? Or uh, this? Macaulay this Culkin rumors. coming back as, as Oh, Kevin. I see, I see, yeah. I see. Yes, 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 yes. 
Absolutely. Yeah, there's, uh, sorry, the sources, references on, on Wikipedia, Macaulay Culkin reportedly said to appear in Home Alone reboot. Anyway, we're getting into Christmas stuff, so maybe we're ahead of ourselves here, but uh, yeah, that got me. Something I said about birds along the way made me think of Home Alone. I don't even remember now. The but. Pigeon Lady. Ah, Pigeon Lady. Yes. Settled. Settled. There's a reboot coming. Sweet. Apparently next month. Uh, but we'll see because apparently COVID halted filming for a time. So who knows? I definitely still want to see the new Top Gun. That's supposed yeah, to come that out in Yeah, that was set to come out two years ago. Damn Thomas Cruise. I feel like when you say that, when you say Thomas Cruise instead of Tom Cruise, it makes him sound a lot more eloquent. Thomas Cruise? I don't like it. Or Tom Cruise. Yeah. I was just watching. I know he was in like a ton of uh, iconic 90s movies, but like his face annoys me. (laughs) It's a specific dislike. Yeah, I think it is. Anyway, all's well, I suppose. Do you want to talk about chronotypes? Oh, shit. Yes, okay. Let's do it. Do you want to tell people what a chronotype is? Okay, 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 okay. So... I'm I'm not going by like the legitimate Google search. Okay, but first, uh, be, before you do that, definition. Don't tell what your chronotype is yet. Oh, okay. Okay. So a chronotype is essentially the type of sleeper that you are, and they have allocated different categories. And classified them as certain animals. Is that a good explanation? Yeah. So based on your sleep uh, patterns or behaviors. Yeah. They've sort of provided like a rough optimized timetable for your day. Yeah. And categorize that with a cute little animal name. So it's more relatable somehow. It, yes. Exactly. So... Which one do you think you are? I took a quiz. Okay. Did you take a quiz? I'm just assuming. Okay. Yours is going to be more legit. I could take a quiz immediately. Well, uh, my quiz was on Casper.com. Okay. Which is the the box mattress (laughs) store. So who knows how legit it is. Um, But my uh, chronotype is a bear chronotype. I'm a bear. Oh, snap. Roar. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. And so the ideal bear schedule is as follows. Okay. This feels very horoscopy just because, like, <laughs> it says. Okay. I was reading somewhere it says, uh, you know, 50% of people are bears, something like mm-hmm. that. Anyway, yeah, 55% of the population falls into this category. Ooh. So 7 to 8 a.m. wake up, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. focus on deep work. So that's like the important tasks you need to do during the day. Yeah, when you're your most productive. Yeah, 2 to 4 p.m. work on lighter tasks. 4 to 10 p.m. relax and unwind. Uh, 
10 to 11, get ready for bed. 11 p.m. to 7 a.m., sleep. See? Yeah. So, yeah, that was that's what the bear is. Um, it the says bear. here, uh, traits. This is where it gets, like, horoscopy. Okay. Um, my focus time is 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. My traits are happy-go-lucky, continuous <laughs> flow on mellow energy, and I've, I've never been accused of being mellow. Um, <laughs> extroverted. That's definitely something I've been accused of. Productivity tip, it doesn't matter. But my, the celebrity bear that they use as an example here is Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, so, I was like, uh, what? We're basically the same. We're basically the same. What? For sure. What um, what chronotype are you? Do you think? So, because <laughs> I put. I it feel in the like effort. we should we should read. Uh, maybe I'll read the rest of them, just so that people can. Oh yeah, so uh, there's four of them. Yeah. There's a bear. Bear. There's the wolf. Wolf. So wolf is a uh, go to bed at midnight, wake up at seven thirty. But your most productive time is in the evening, so 5 to, like a night owl. Are you? I think a lot of people. So 5 p.m. to 12 a.m. Are you on the Casper site? <laughs> I am. Nice. I'm following along. I just noticed Yeah, that I figured if that if that was going to be your um, point of reference, then we right. should probably reference the same thing. Uh, introspective, highly creative, introverted. Productivity tip. Get ahead on work at home while you're feeling most awake. Uh, celebrity wolf Alexis Ohanian co-founder of reddit 15% of the population are wolves I'm not going to get into all that other stuff I'll just go on to the next one read the lion the lion is the next uh, chronotype so lions like to sleep at 10 wake up at 6 they focus their best between 8 and 12 uh, 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. so they're like go 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 I guess is that the yeah like they're up they're ready to the rock idea. they're getting after yeah. it right away and then 15 percent of the population is is the lion they're natural leaders charismatic and early risers know when it's quitting time and take time for yourself at the end of the day that's your productivity tip and celebrity lion richard branson founder of virgin group <clears throat> so that leaves us with the final one the dolphin they like to go to bed at 11 30 they wake up at 6 30 and their focus time is between 3 p.m and 9 p.m they are highly intelligent yet scatterbrained with bursts of creative energy their productivity tip is if needed take breaks throughout the day to mentally reset and recharge their celebrity dolphin is jackson pollock and 10 percent of the population are dolphins so, yeah, I consider myself to be a bear. Okay, cool. I don't think I go to bed that late. Um, I feel like 10 is my late late point in the day. Yeah. But I, I, I feel like I naturally wake up at 7, regardless of, of what's going on. Like, that would kind of be my um, wake-up time. And But my focus time is morning. So, 10 to 2. I feel like after 2 o'clock, I'm totally useless. Um I do my best work in the mornings. I would say eight to two, but anyways, I feel like this isn't obviously like a hundred percent. 
yeah dialed into every person but it's it's kind of like a generalized and who's to say you can't be like a a wolf bear or a a lion dolphin kind of thing you know what i mean like yeah yeah um but yeah it's interesting that they used a bear to describe that because i feel like bear to me is hibernation um or like and the casper website like this is i don't know who came up with chronotypes but the friggin underneath the line when it says the early line gets the worm i was like no that's not how it works yeah <coughs> we're we we can't be re we can't be editing classic quotes and like lions are notorious for doing absolutely nothing until it's time to eat yeah yeah so i don't know Pretty how much. that's supposed to because all the lion says do all that productivity and shit yeah but i think it was just a uh, visual like a, a mnemonic yeah. yeah they just picked four animals mm-hmm. i think and we're like oh perfect sounds good anyways yeah chronotypes yeah, yeah dude not, uh, uh did you feel like you learned anything about yourself um the questions that they were asked were pretty interesting and it also okay. re- reminded me that sorry pretty interesting is a little rich it was different <laughs> perspectives that i i haven't considered and and I don't often find I have, um, like, I don't get to schedule my days very often. I'm okay. usually at the mercy of other people. So when I do deep work or when I do the demanding tasks, is not always up to me. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I find uh, relating how you perform during the day to an optimized sleep pattern was pretty cool. I don't think it's okay. something that people – oh, pardon me. Sorry. I don't think it's something that people put together uh, too often. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the things. Uh, there's some some books I've, I've got on my to-do list. And one of them, um, I'm going to pull it up here before I forget what it's called. Uh, give me two seconds. Mm-hmm. And while I'm... It's right there. Where's my wish list? I'm going to my Audible wish list Ooh. to... Uh, pull up this book because I really want to read it it is sleep smarter 21 essential strategies to sleep your way to a better body better health and bigger success by uh, Sean Stevenson and Sarah Gottfried MD Um, okay and I can't remember if Sean's a doctor or not but anyway um, I saw some clips from some interviews he's done and uh, made me just really interested in the value of sleep we don't give ourselves enough i don't think and uh, i don't think we appreciate it from any point of view as much as we should whether you're you know a business owner or a hard worker or an athlete or whatever Mm -hmm. um and yeah so i really kind of enjoyed the chronotype connection to understanding your sleep habits and trying to organize your day to better suit how you should be sleeping Mm, i see yes 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 yourself uh similar i feel like i related immediately to kind of the timeline i was like oh yeah 2 p.m that's definitely my cutoff um and it's always been that way i feel like i remember in school uh i want to say school ended at like quarter to four or something like that yeah and I just remember last period being like dreadful. 
why am I still here? I'm not doing anything. My brain is turned off. Like, what are we even doing here? Um, yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, I, I feel like these kind of things help you be able to identify within and, and, um, assess within yourself what, what is best for you. Mm -hmm. Um, so if it's like, Hey, uh, well, this is probably a bad example, but like we record our podcast later in the day. So I try not to overload myself. Yeah. Knowing that I'm doing something later and this is probably not my my time to shine, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not gonna like jam pack my schedule all day and then be like, Oh hey, I'm gonna go do my podcast. Just frazzled by the time we get to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is ironically not at all what i did today i did overload my schedule but uh as you know that's why i was 10 minutes late so for sure yeah <laughs> the uh the cool thing yeah. too is like i mean i think we just i know and i mean for for everyone's sort of understanding when i say things like we or people generally i'm really relating my own experiences how i go about things right um, but i I consider myself fairly average uh, and you know, probably a good representation of a lot of people. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But we don't, we don't, I haven't ever really sat down and thought about when I should be doing which activities I need to get done in a day. Okay. And so understanding that there are, regardless of whether it's lion, bear, dolphin, or fucking, what's the other one? Wolf. Um, wolf, yeah. Wolf. If you're from Newfoundland, it's called a wolf. Um, like to realize like there's just understanding that you can sit down and organize when you do which tasks, however it looks, but it's something mm -hmm. to consider and it's something to see about managing your time better and becoming better organized and understanding when to take meetings or when to make phone calls or when to schedule, uh, you know, discussions or that kind of thing, depending on what you do. And a lot of people don't mm -hmm. have that luxury, but it's just neat to think about. We just we just let people run our days for us a lot of the time. And, and yeah. like I look at myself or Jordan or anyone that works in a company, like you don't necessarily have the, the ability to, to do that. But having an mm -hmm. understanding of, you know, how your day may be structured, like you said, you kind of two o'clocks your your sort of threshold, your right shoulder. So yeah. like if you're We're done here. If you're if you can't manage your time because your company doesn't allow it, they don't let you schedule the meetings or or you're at the, the mercy of other people in the company or or the business that are doing all the scheduling. If you're not engaged or if you're not, you know, super in the loop or if you're not feeling super motivated, at least you may have to understand why that is means mm -hmm. you feel you won't feel as bad about your performance. You just understand it better. You take maybe better notes and review them later kind of thing or whatever. Right. So you, it, can, you can sort of like plan and prepare or just adjust um, what you're doing to better suit your style of 
yeah you can make sleep. it accommodation at the end of at the end of it all it's it's kind of just like describing how you sleep and how you are when you're awake well there's so many people out there that uh and you see it all the time like there's really great like a lot of the uh, business minded social media accounts that exist that are designed to sort of be inspirational or like provide little tidbits of information to aspiring entrepreneurs and stuff a lot of the ones mm-hmm. i've seen have included um daily schedules of very successful business people and a mm-hmm. lot of them uh they're very early risers uh they do a little bit of exercise um, right and then they they get to work and one of the things that you see or hear a lot are like you know don't wake up don't check your phone don't get onto the emails right away because it's going to derail your day um, right but focus on a task first or whatever um whether it's eating breakfast or exercising yeah or, yeah so that's yeah. a common sort of i'll call it a trope uh it's it's a common pattern you'll see uh, mm-hmm. or a common message that's being delivered. But there's this one guy um, I'm a big fan of. His name is Ramit Sethi. Uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, his last name. Uh, I've listened Sounds to him familiar. on a bunch of podcasts, and he's got mm. so much great material out there. He's um, he's a personal finance guy in the States, and he's got a couple of books called uh, I Will Teach You To Be Rich, uh, and that's also the name of his website. So you can just go there. I will teach you to be rich dot com. Sweet. Uh, and his second book is just an updated version of his first book. And it's all about automating your finances and um, getting out of debt and understanding how to leverage, uh, you know, your credit cards and your customer service relations and that kind of stuff. Um, right. But he's notorious for kind of going against. He he's very big on. Uh, sort of he calls them scripts so the way Mm -hmm. we've been brought up and the way we've been raised to talk about money so he talks about you know one of the common ones that we hear is you know if you stop having your two dollars and fifty cents coffee every day you'll Mm -hmm. be able to save this much money and you'll Mm -hmm. be able to whatever and he's like you shouldn't sacrifice the things you enjoy when it's 250 a day to try yeah. to attain financial freedom um yeah he goes he wakes up every morning and he he spends like the the first thing he does is grab his phone and you know scroll instagram or whatever like he does the things that you're not supposed to do um, i see he's a rebel yeah but he's he sells these amazing courses they're all geared for very specific business uh goals mm-hmm. um he's very good at it uh he's and he lives a financially free life. One of the things that he's big on is um, he's not a huge proponent of buying a home. Um, okay. He yeah. advert or advocates constantly for people who prefer to rent, and he, mm-hmm. he's willing to discuss the benefits of renting versus uh, buying. But uh, and I think it's just cool because, like the chronotypes, mm-hmm. like the understanding how your day could be structured to optimize it. Mm-hmm. Um, and get what you need out of the day. He does the same thing. He's just having a conversation saying, this is how I manage my day. This is how I manage right. my money. This is how I manage yeah. my time. You can do the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. And you can you can excel Yield. within that. Yeah. Same we, results. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool. No, I agree. And yeah, very good um, like comparison. Thank you. I think. 
for chronotypes specifically. Yeah, sorry, I just did the math real quick on 250 a day times 365 days a year. That's 912.50. So all the, you know, typically it's the boomers that are uh, telling all the millennial people, well, if you just didn't do this, you'd save up enough money to buy a house. Maybe 912 50 was a lot of money that you could use as like down payment and whatnot but i don't know if you've seen the real estate market lately whole other conversation but uh it's not going to get you very far no that's like not even your lawyer fees and while you're struggling to come up with the down payment for your house you yeah. might as well enjoy a good coffee yeah keeping you awake so that you can make it to the to the next viewing or whatever yeah. you know well and from his point of view, like the message there is, is don't sacrifice a good life now for a better life later. Enjoy a good life now. I see. While working towards a good life later. Yeah. Which is yeah. like, you know, the, the message we're all told is, you know, work, 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 save, save, Grind save. culture. Yeah. And then by the time you're 65, you're too old to enjoy the places that you're going because you're fucking exhausted. Yeah. Because you've spent all this time just working super hard trying to get to the... Never mind that. You're 65. You're just old. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sorry if there's any 65-year-olds out there. You're... Listening. Not old. Dad's getting up there, but he's not that old yet. You are uh, technically a senior at 65. Everywhere, I'm pretty sure. Uh, can you be a pre-senior? Is that a term? Some places do consider you a senior at 60, uh, which my mom thought was appalling. <laughs> um, I was like, but you could get a cheaper bus pass, I think. I think that was one of the, the pros. It's like, but the, you could get discounts at this and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I refuse. Because she would have to admit her age to people and she wasn't prepared. Well. To do that. You know what I'm saying? That's, I can't comment on why that would be difficult to admit your age, but I think we should all just embrace who we are and where we're at. And, and become yeah, I think there's a lot of, um, I don't know. <sighs> uh, I don't even want to say it's a man versus woman thing because I don't think it is. I think as anybody gets older, there's a bit of like shame maybe associated with it because of that. the fact that like you're becoming less maybe capable less able your body's slowing down you can't do things as quickly you can't recall things as easily um you know you're you're there's a lot of physical things that start changing like your eyesight and whatnot yeah um so i think that's part of it is like if you admit your age then you are therefore associated with all these things that we have been told are like very negative. Whereas it's just, like you said, a fact of life. Um, and that that's part of the human experience, yeah. I think. And but the less time you spend resisting something that you can't stop, the more time you can enjoy yeah. what you can enjoy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, did you, you said you had taken also, sorry, I was in this quiz mode and I was like, oh, it'd be so oh. interesting to talk about these things. Um, you said you'd taken an anagram. Enneagram. Test. Enneagram. Oh, I thought it was anagram. Enneagram. Is that why they put the EA? It's not just a silent. Well, I don't know how you spell it, but it's E-N-N-E-A. Enneagram. Or it's like Enneagram. 
I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, I did it once before, and I thought I had um, like an actual write-up. Okay. I, I had done it before. I just don't Enneagram. know where. Okay. E-H-N-E-E-U-H-G-R-A-N. Enneagram. Did you actually do the Enneagram quiz? Hang on. I don't know if this will work with my headphones, but I'm going to try and... You heard that? Yeah. I've done the test in the past. Um, it told me I was a type 5 with a wing 9. Where in the... A wing 9? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, well, we have to tell people what an Enneagram is. Oh, yes. Sorry. <clears throat> what are the nine Enneagram types? Definition and meaning. This is from the truity.com website. That's the one I used, and I did it okay. in October. <gasps> and you didn't save it. I thought I did. Hmm. I don't know. Okay, so Enneagram is a system of personality which describes people in terms of nine types, each with their own motivation spheres and internal dynamics. Highly recommend people do this, uh, only because it gives you a little bit of insight on your, um, your inner brain functioning and whatnot and interaction with others. I felt like it was quite insightful. Uh, okay. So the Enneagram is an emotionally focused system of understanding people, honing in on one's core emotional motivations and fears. Because we are humans, we are driven a lot by emotion. I thought that this was very apt. Uh, each of the nine personality types has its own driving force, which is centered around a particular emotion. Some Enneagram types experience strong emotions while others aim to avoid them in one form or another. However, whether running from emotions or diving into them, each type describes some aspect of emotional experience. Wow. Okay, so there are, I guess, subtypes? Yes. So the nine types are divided among heart types, head types, and body types. So heart types... Um, they use like emotional intelligence to understand and react and connect with others. Head types, they depend heavily on their intellectual intelligence to make sense of things, navigate the world. And then body types depend on instinctual intelligence and follow gut feelings to respond to threats and opportunities. Um, so yeah, the three heart types are two, three, four. The giver, the achiever, the individualist. I won't get into like the nitty gritty of it. I feel like you can learn more if you do this test on your own. Uh, the head types are type five, six, seven, investigator, skeptic, and enthusiast. And the body types are eight, nine, and one. So the challenger, the peacemaker, and the perfectionist. And you said you were a... 
type five, which is a head type, which I was kind of surprised. And you said but... with a wing? Yeah, with a wing. It told me I had a wing of nine, which to me made more sense. So type nine is the peacemaker. Okay. And type five is the investigator. So type five is like my main uh, yeah. trait. Yeah. And then with with peacemaker qualities, which I don't know. It, to me, it'd be like a 50-50 because I do consider myself to be quite an investigative mind whilst also being very much like a, I don't want to say people pleaser, but the peacemaker I feel is very appropriate. Um, should I detail this a little bit? Or? I, mean, I, would, I would, I would. So if you go um, to the main page, you go to Enneagram types, type five. Mm -hmm. Uh, fives enjoy deepening their understanding of the world, expanding their intellect while minimizing their physical and relationship needs. <laughs> They're defined by their desire to conserve their energy. This is the investigator type, by the way. Yes, yes. Sorry. And to avoid being drained by engagement with the outside world. Uh, they focus on being knowledgeable and competent so they can be as self-sufficient as possible. The, the thing that I think this is more like... Um, your emotional quotient type explanation of who you are. Uh, okay. So, so this is not like this is just for anyone who wants to take an Enneagram test in the future. It's not like it's just a different way of understanding yourself. When we talk about yeah. the Myers Briggs type personality tests, correct? Um, yeah. This is that's like uh, that's a very detailed, yeah. in, insightful. Um, don't you have to pay for, like, the real test, the Myers-Briggs? pay for fucking everything these days. <laughs> well, I did these two tests for free, so either they're garbage or... So here's an example. So key personality traits of the five. Appears lost in thought or absent-minded. Extremely <laughs> difficult to crack inner world. Okay. In-depth yeah, knowledge check, on specific check, check. subjects of interest. Gives insightful, well-thought-out Did responses. you know... <laughs> Thinks extensively before speaking. Mm -hmm. Has clear boundaries between family, friends, and work. And, and I think this is where my wing nine overlaps with this five is because I do not have that. Okay. And withdrawn and extremely independent. Yeah, I would say. I wouldn't say withdrawn per se, but like definitely. A reserved individual. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so nine is defined by desire to maintain a sense of inner peace and harmony and to avoid conflict or other emotional disturbances totally agreeable calm and easy to be around nines rarely rock the boat but they can be stubborn while they typically go with the flow they dislike being controlled and will respond with passive resistance if pushed too far i.e the silent treatment that's my that's my thing <laughs> super unhealthy still working on it in therapy thank you um so key traits uh calm collected demeanor and so i feel like this kind of like combined with five so appears lost in thought or absent-minded combined with calm collected demeanor i feel like that kind of describes me 
uh, ability to diffuse conflict with ease. I don't know if with ease is the is necessarily it, but I feel like diffusing conflict is uh, something I have found myself doing many of time. Zen like presence, uh, mellow and soothing voice, <laughs> uh, wide circle of acquaintances generally liked by most people fluid slow movements and gestures so i like those things i can i feel like i generally relate to so yeah um i was confused about statements like fluid what is it fluid slow moment movements and yeah. gestures and i was like what what's that mean and then i realized like, i'm not like like kramer bursting into the room kind of thing yeah. Right. It's yeah. like a, a non-erratic presence kind of thing. Not that yeah, that's like... the only opposite of it, but <laughs> mm-hmm. that's that's like an extreme contrast to yeah to what fluid slow movements and gestures would be. And also, a lot of people talk with their hands mm. or with gestures and things like that, and that can be fairly erratic. Um, but I I would I don't think I do that. No don't think so i don't think so i think if i did i'd bonk this mic way more um tis not the case so tell me what are have you found your results because i know you were looking for them so yeah i just because i i remember my my results being type two which is the giver okay Um, but I don't remember a wing or anything. And then when I went, I logged into the, the Trudy thing and I didn't pay for my account. Or I don't know. So I'm mm-hmm. going to see if I can find it later on. Um, oh, I see. But, but you, uh, were, you were a type two. Yeah. So, so let's pull that up. Uh, defined by their desire to belong and to be loved by others. They are helpful, nurturing, and caring towards others. They are eager to involve themselves in others' lives. Twos rarely say no when others ask them for help and want to prove value to others by always being there for them. And I can tell you for a fact that that's pretty accurate. Um, yeah. And it's, I mean, I'm getting better at it now, but it, it would would have been accurate to the point of un, unhealthy in the past. I feel like this is a very indicative of, you know, what you were saying, like, you had just gotten home from Latvia and it was like a social gathering at your house on a regular basis. Um. Not in a bad way, mm, mm-hmm. but just like you are, you love having other people around and sharing yeah. and all all this, right? Yeah. So I feel like that's part of it. Um, I sort of got ahead of myself and started reading the key personality traits yeah. and uh, yeah, sorry. I gotta, give a, I gotta give a shout I'll out. let you finish. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah. Um, a uh, friend from work, his name is John Taylor. He got me onto the Enneagram test back in October. We've had a lot of in-depth conversations about this kind of stuff. And uh, cool. he, he's, he's a really insightful cat. We should, we should definitely chat with him one of these days. But cool. uh, yeah, yeah. key personality traits of the two include warm smile and eyes. And I am nothing bad to look De- at. That's a fact. Debatable. Debatable. <laughs> Uh, approachable, radiates kindness, vocal volunteer or activist, excellent team player, caring and gentle, nurturing and patient, smooth flowing movements. And I don't know if anyone out there has seen me dance, but that is 100% <laughs> accurate. I am uh, 
I am fucking wicked on the dance floor. Smith. Uh, the nurturing? Yes. Patient? No. I think you're patient. working on. Yeah. I'm much, much more patient than I used to be, but... Um, Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. Like, caring? <laughs> yes. Gentle? Mm -hmm. Not really. I'm getting better at it, especially with my kids. Um, and that... <laughs> like, I'm sure they appreciate that very much. Like, the opposite of, or, or, or saying you're working on being gentle is not that you're, you lack tact with your children. It's mm -hmm. uh, your approach to their needs is, is not always gentle. I see. Yeah. yeah. But yes. As I say with Anson all the time, do sma. Yeah, He'll do chuck sma. chuck something yeah. and I go, do sma. So yeah, the, uh, the core values, a strong sense of meaning, acknowledgement from loved ones, that's a fact. And emotional intimacy with others are givers' grounding principles. Altruism holds a strong place in their hearts. And they rarely go out of their way to volunteer their time and energy. And they readily, not rarely, go out of their way to volunteer their time Very and energy different. to bring others up. Kindness mm. and reciprocity are the guiding values. Da, 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 da. The shared experiences of spending quality time with a loved one is among the best feelings in the world of type 2s. So, and I think that's what you were getting at. Is like, yeah. I like spending time with people that are important to me. Yes. Yeah. You will make time for those people. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, the Enneagram was a really interesting, just like the chronotype thing. It was just a really neat perspective on yourself as a person and how you mm -hmm. interact with people. And if you guys, if you go to Trudy.com and enter we made it dot podcast nothing's gonna happen because <laughs> we're not sponsored um, yes. but uh you can go check it out and uh mm -hmm. they talk about your core values key print like traits what a, a healthy version of that trait is what an average version is and what an unhealthy version is how mm -hmm. those types work within relationships if you love someone who is that type yes. um, so you can get a like if cassie were to read that in type two she would read all the things i've been saying forever um and and you understand yeah, me now yeah it click problem solved but uh no it's really interesting because we we're not making those kind of big claims it's not gonna fix yeah, relationships no, that <laughs> hang takes, on <laughs> that takes hard work lots of time and communication and patience and etc Yes. And it's said all those things. But yeah. it is a certainly uh, a very interesting point of view on who you are as a person. And I quite appreciated it, actually. Um, mm -hmm. You you understand yourself better, just like you understand how you function during the day better. You'll feel less guilty about things you may be doing less well. There's expectations yeah. that people need to behave a certain way. I remember we had a guy at work um, and uh, he was uh, a young leader and we were doing some stuff, some some tasks and uh, we Activities. I kind of, I turned it into a bit of a competition with some, we had like three or four teams going and uh, at the end of the day, we, we were on exercise. At the end of the day, we had a little after action review just to see how things went. So we always get people to you know say one thing that went well and one thing or one thing that needs to improve and one thing that went well mm -hmm. um and he said he needed to be you know you know he needed to be more vocal and more loud and more out there and i was very quick to i almost cut him off but i was like listen you need to not 
because he's a quiet guy. Right. And I was like, you're, and I don't know if he was contrasting himself to me, who I'm the very opposite of that. Okay. But, <coughs> pardon me. I was like, you need to be comfortable being a team leader. As who you are. A, as who you are. And there yeah. are, are very effective ways to do that. Um, mm -hmm. And there are a lot of tips and tricks and strategies to uh, get things done efficiently mm -hmm. as as you are. And so, I mean, that's a great example. If you have an understanding of who you are, also who other people could be, mm -hmm. you'll realize that there are, you know, everyone has a place everyone can be effective in whatever they're doing you just have to understand how to employ mm -hmm. what you have to offer right yeah no, that's, that's yeah. very yeah that's very accurate i think and um gives i don't want to say give space but it allows people who um because i think what you were describing i don't want to say fundamentally but like you know, maybe those are traits that typically you would want to see in a leader or expect to see in a leader. And so he feels to be more effective as a leader, he needs to change who he is. But yeah, that's not the case. Yeah, he can effectively be a leader. And maybe this was just like as as who he was, as who he is, I should say, um, it, and just figure out um what those kind of fine-tuning yeah exactly things look like yeah for him so that he can be his authentic self <laughs> yeah live his best um, life <laughs> yes but also be effective in his position as well so but yeah, and, no, and i think absolutely. the drawback to not knowing that these kinds of types exist mm -hmm. or these chronotypes or these enneagram types or whatever is that you don't realize that that's an acceptable option you think True. that yeah. I have to get up at 5 a.m. and do PT, otherwise I won't be successful. Or right. I have to, you know, be barking orders and, and motivating people and, you know, rah, rah, zis, boom, bah, or I'm not going to be an effective leader. And it's, yes. And the real answer is no. You it's can not. be yeah. you and you can excel as who you are if mm -hmm. you know how to leverage what you have and if you know how to make up for the things Makeup is maybe not fair because it makes it sound like it's a weakness, but there's, there's like you, you're lacking somewhere. Yeah, no, uh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's, and 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 there's strengths yeah. and weaknesses to all these these personality types, so that you can adjust. Mm -hmm. So you can realize, yeah, you know, uh, if if I'm a loud guy, I'm comfortable standing in one spot and addressing everyone at mm -hmm. once. Mm -hmm. But if you're a quiet person, maybe you want to have a more um, uh, a more comfortable approach towards addressing the people you're talking to. And maybe it's going to individuals and passing on the message or, uh, you know, that kind of thing. I don't know. It's a bad example off the hop, but you can, no, I, yeah, you, I agree. You, yeah, I, yeah. I think it's just neat to understand what's, what's normal really. Like, yeah. That there's, I, I feel like a lot of our, there's, in the societal structures, you know, there's labels for everything and whatnot. And this just creates more labels, we'll say. But I think the more that that happens, the more people can feel um, 
valid in how maybe how they behave or how they feel or how they analyze the world how they reflect on life or operate on a daily basis um the fact that maybe they must sleep in and they just can't figure out why and yet they're so productive from 5 p.m to 12 a.m yeah and so why is that um you know like those kinds of things um yeah i think it just sheds a little light we'll say um on on what legitimately is out there and where you fall into that if you're interested um and maybe just gives you a little bit more insight on yourself and others like you said if you're in a relationship with somebody and you can't just can't figure out um something that you know is inherent obviously in their personality and you're just like i I just don't get it well maybe they take this quiz and you're like oh i see you're this type of person that makes more sense and then you learn to have a little bit more um understanding of that person Mm -hmm. right i don't know if that's yeah because it'll help you relate better to an individual when you understand how they perceive things or yeah exactly where they're coming from yeah absolutely i think gi joe said it knowing is half the battle oh my goodness yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. love that love that quote powerful powerful. stuff yeah yeah we're just bringing bringing the powerful shit to the (laughs) cast this week um yeah last week so um sorry have we concluded on the anagram topic i'm I'm good to go with any rams yeah sweet um i was gonna bring this up at the end of last week's cast uh but i felt like it might run too long but i'm hoping we have a bit of time here today um i made turkey pot pie with leftover turkey and the recipe yielded two full pies Mm. um might i say flippin delicious really not high in nutritional value or content (laughs) But uh, I have always loved baking. I'm sure I've talked about this before. I'm not a natural cook. I love to bake. Um, need a recipe. And this like combines both. Like when I make quiche or pie uh, of any kind, it's like all the good things together. Um, because anyway uh yeah it was flipping delicious and i wish that i could send a piece to all of the world oh my god i love <laughs> to, to pot test. pies do you i love pot pies ah. i thought it was like a very french canadian thing like no. meat pie for example a but i realize it's not yes yeah exactly it's french canadian but pot yes. pies like no pot pie is british i have no idea i think it I'm might confident be. it's not french because when we went to New Zealand, the, a very common sort of like snack, uh, like because they have those little pies, kind of, right? yeah, exactly. So like instead of getting like a croissant or something <laughs> like that, uh, <coughs> you would get a little pie, little and they pies. were, I don't know, fit in the palm of your hand so they're not huge or anything yeah. they're just little pieces giant tiger used but, to sell oh my god they're so good they were like i don't know like 
three and a half inch, three okay. inch little pies that used yeah. to be a dollar. You yeah. get like a little pumpkin pie and they're like maybe an inch tall. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. They're like, yeah. they're like just like the size of large butter tarts kind of thing, but they were like yep. a, a dollar pies and there was like apple, cherry, blueberry, pumpkin. You'd spend a dollar on it and you get this so little cheap. handheld pie and it was the best thing in the world. Delish. Yeah. yeah. Never so seen them. In New Zealand, they do that type of thing, but it's like all meat or cheese pies. Mm-hmm. So like very savory flavors. Right. Oh my God, we could not get enough. Like I swear I gained 20 pounds on that trip <laughs> just from eating pie all the time. I get it. Um, del- Flipping delicious. So yeah, anybody going to New Zealand, you must try the pie. Not that you're doing that right now because the border restrictions are still, is off limits, mm-hmm. but someday. No bueno. Yeah. But uh, sorry, I was going to, you you uh, sparked a question. Is pumpkin pie good or not? It is my favorite. It's your favorite? So oh, interesting. It's bueno. It's bueno. Mucho okay. bueno. Because you are, uh, I don't even know how to reference him. My... I was uh, anti the person a hot dog is not a fucking sandwich (laughs) and he oh that's a whole debate he twisted the game when he started when he brought shawarmas into the mix that had nothing to do with it and it was a it was an underhanded move and he should hang his head in shame is he was he throwing wrenches in the whole debate well the first question he asked me was is a hot dog a sandwich and I said no and he goes I I said if anything it's a it's a burrito it's like and he goes well, when you order a shawarma, do you order a, a chicken shawarma or a chicken sandwich? I said, I order a fucking shawarma. Yeah. No one orders a sandwich Yeah. in a Lebanese place. Yeah. And, I mean, he found one other person that agreed with him. So then it was like, whatever. <laughs> we have a quorum. It's like Biden <laughs> won the election again. Anyway. Um, I, so, yeah. He doesn't no. like pumpkin pie. He says it's the most disgusting thing ever. I once made a More pumpkin pie mixed with uh, butterscotch chips. Mm. Not and sure how I feel about that. I thought it was like so flippin' delicious, and I really wanted him to like it. So I was like, if I sweeten it up with that, then he'll like it. And he's like, you can't put vegetables in a pie and call it dessert. Um, pumpkin is not a vegetable. It's not. Oh, what is it? It's a fruit. Is it actually? You, what the, makes it a fruit? The seeds are, are on the inside, protected by the flesh of the fruit. That's that's how you tell. That's why tomatoes are fruits. Because all the seeds are, are on the inside. Are cucumbers fruits? Yeah. Peppers? Yeah. What? Well, we let's sure? just let's do a spot check. You do cucumber, I'll do pepper. Is, this is the real this is what I'm talking about bringing the real stuff to the cast the bell pepper is the fruit of plants in the grossum cultivar group of species capsicum annuum oh what no a cucumber is a fruit the defining characteristic of a fruit like I don't know if this is the defining characteristic so are bananas a vegetable uh, no bananas are a fruit and they don't grow on trees they grow on bushes they're technically actually they're a berry nor a vegetable it's a herb which one a banana oh i thought it was a berry 
because it has because the stem does not contain true woody tissue what have we stumbled upon i'm worried now i learned that a banana all bananas are cloned produce wow cloned why is that i can't get into the details i gotta go talk to the guy who told me it so i can remember it oh okay but yeah and write it down yeah okay Hmm. But yeah, so pumpkins. Mm-hmm. And I gotta double check so he doesn't fucking slide into our DMs and make me feel like shit. <laughs> okay, so though many people think cucumbers as vegetables, the scientific definition indicates that they're a type of fruit. It's primarily on the biological function of the cucumber. In botany fruits allow a flowering plant to reproduce a fruit is formed from the ovary that exists within the flower and houses the seeds that will eventually grow into new plants you know what are we gendering plants right now i don't get into that conversely vegetable is a term reserved for other parts of plants such as leaves stems or roots Oh my god, everything I thought I knew, I didn't know, and now I'm confused. Well, now this thing is saying, so, pumpkins are uh, uh, from the squash family. Yes. And it's saying the squashes are herbaceous vines, so they might not even be a fruit either. That's, like, more closer to bananas, then. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. But I think we can agree on one thing. Okay. They're not vegetables. Pumpkins? Yeah. They're I mean, either if you asked f- me 10 minutes ago, I would have been like, hell yeah, pumpkin is a vegetable. But like now I'm just confused. Yeah. I don't know anymore. Well, let's do, do, do it the old Google way. Are pumpkins <laughs> fruits? The investigator. My type five's coming out. I need to investigate this. My type five's coming out. <laughs> Is pumpkin a fruit or a vegetable? Explain why. I love this Google fucking search. <laughs> a pumpkin, Explain. from a botanist's perspective, is a fruit mm-hmm. because it is, it's a product of the seed-bearing structure of flowering plants. Which is also the same reason why peppers are fruits. Yeah. That's so from beans would be? Fruits, that's from fruitsandveggies.org. And from delish.com, yes, a pumpkin is a fruit. Okay. So, like, most produce would be. No? Because most produce grows from a flower first. Yeah. What produce does not? Carrots. Avocado? Avocado's a fruit because it's got a giant... It's a stone fruit, right? Just like a peach or a nectarine or a plum. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's got the seed on the inside, the giant pit. Okay. Um... Um... Lettuce. Lettuce, not a fruit. Kale. Broccoli, kale. That kale's a form of lettuce for cabbage. I can't remember. Cauliflower. Not a fruit. Because there's root no vegetables, seeds, right? Root vegetables wouldn't be. So like potatoes, like you said, no. carrots as well. Like um, parsnips, that kind of thing. Yeah. But like beets. Cute beets, they're good to go. Rutabaga. <laughs> 
Let's name all the different kind of turnips we can come up with. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm feeling a little bit better about. But what bottom I line is, is pumpkin pie is fucking delicious. Oh, okay. Especially with like a whopping dollop of whipped cream on top. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. I don't Does understand. Does this mean that you're basic because you like pumpkin? No, because I don't drink PSLs. Ever? No. Huh. I mean, like, I'll have a sip of one if someone's got it, and it's like, hey, try this. I'm like, okay, cool. I don't, <laughs> don't want to be rude oh, and turn God. down their hospitality. But like, I see. No. And that's your type two? No, because that's taking, not giving. Oh. Or, like, the being liked part, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, like the, the wanting wanting to share uh, experiences with others. Or yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on pumpkin pie? Oh, I've always really liked it, um, but it depends who makes it. That's a good point, too. Some people just put like pumpkin out of the can, and I feel like that's not how you do it. You got to doctor it up a bit if you're going to do that. Yeah. You got to make sure you put those good spices. It's like Like I want it to taste super seasoned mm -hmm. with the right spices yeah yeah it's like if you made tacos without putting fucking taco seasoning on your ground beef yeah you're just putting ground beef on your tacos like cool. get out of here yeah fuck what is this have you had any um, uh recent kitchen recipes that you are interested in sharing or no not really hmm not off the top of my head, no. Oh, okay. We've been doing the, uh, like a lot of the, the food subscription boxes. Yes. So we're not very, like, very, very handy. Yeah, like we're not, uh, uh, we're not broadening our horizons in the kitchen per se. At the moment. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to keep things. We're trying to survive. Yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> yes. we are burning the candle at both ends and trying to be nutritious at the same time. Yeah honestly i find those food boxes are that's what they're for 100%. they send you nutritious yes. full meals great portions good ingredients um and all the instructions on how to do it so you don't the whole thought process is taken out of it that's my favorite part because you find a great recipe online you're like man I, i'm missing like three key ingredients yeah but you get these things you're like it's all in the bag yeah yeah super super good anywho yeah that's uh all i have this week Where, wrap was it there up. anything oh okay yeah no i'm 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 done good to go folks yeah you've full. heard it here f- yeah see ya <laughs> all right uh, again thank you everyone for listening um we love the feedback we are i i and colin colin and myself will work on getting more hp content Mm, into the keyest yeah till next week bye